Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. And today, we're going to be taking a trip to the jungle to find the lost city which is also the name of the movie that we're reviewing today it's, it's that, that that's the name of the movie yeah i, I think so absolutely I, mean, I think at one point it was the lost city of d but they <laughs> the d out or is it the lost city of v mm, i don't know some very interesting stuff very very interesting stuff but a little bit of housekeeping you before we begin today's episode you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet that includes apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, audible and more and if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys follow us on instagram and follow us on twitter at film optics that is optics with an x or email us at filmoptics at gmail dot com for any movie related questions devin oh devin how, how are you doing today I, I know we just finished recording one episode but <laughs> how are you doing today man <laughs> yeah same thing as the last episode it is still monday it, and still. it definitely feels like it <laughs> it's 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 been a crazy monday for me man i just man oh man i, I don't know I'm, I'm just ready i'm ready for spring but i feel like spring has not sprung so I feel like I need to take a vacation. Definitely has not sprung here. No, um, even where I am, it, it's it's. I feel like I need to take like an exotic like expedition, like through the jungle or something, just to kind of like the Dominican Republic, like this movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I need to take a trip with um with with the Lost City crew. My gosh, with with Dash and all of his 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 glory and uh, Sandra Bullock as well. But yeah, man, so you've been uh, watching anything new at all or just kind of going through the motions or getting uh, ready for some Star Wars day, watching some new Star Wars movies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've been watching the, the the Lakers show on HBO. What is Showtime. it called? Um, uh, Showtime or something like that. Oh, it's on HBO? It's, it's the reason Adam McKay and Will Ferrell broke up, basically. Oh, wait, is, is that the... um? Oh, okay, okay. Winning, it's called Winning Time. Winning Time. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was the uh, the Laker Dynasty uh, thing they have on HBO with Adam McKay or not. So that's yeah, what that's what it is. Oh, that's what I'm it is. That. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I want to check that out. Um, I mean, honestly, I haven't been. Well, okay, I have been watching. I'm I'm starting my uh, I'm starting my Star Wars rewatch early. Um, I have a uh, interesting uh, piece. That'll be dropped on May 4th. So I've been working on that. So um, I made it through the original trilogy so far. Um, I'm going to be going through every Star Wars movie, not just the uh, main entries, not just Rogue One and not just Solo the Star Wars story. We're, we're talking Clone Wars movie and we're talking uh, the holiday special. <laughs> on disney plus and the infamous the original star wars holiday special (laughs) man oh man that's gonna be a lot of fun definitely i'm gonna be doing that for uh, in session film so definitely check on may 4th uh, over on in session film for uh for my piece over there uh ranking every single star wars movie there is so i'm very very excited for that but Devin, are you excited to get into this adventure, go a little um, uh, jungle hunting, a little adventure through the uh, the Amazon. Yeah, let's do it. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to The Lost City. Listen, Loretta, we need you to promote your new book on The Lost City. You can't spend your life in the bathtub drinking Chardonnay with ice. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's sexiest cover model, Dash McMahon! You do know you're not Dash, right? Dash is a character I made up. Dash! I, I... Oh my god. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our coverage of The Lost City, and the synopsis is as follows. A reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with a cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure. This is directed by Adam and Aaron Nee. Uh, the writers include Dana Fox, Adam Nee, and Oren Uzel, and stars Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel Radcliffe. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin uh, because I actually saw it about a week ago. So I'm going to, and Devin's seen it a little bit more recent than I have. So I'm going to give him a chance to give his initial reactions of The Lost City. Well, I remember when that trailer first came out, I was just like, this looks really really bad and then in the trailer they show a certain character a guest actor appearance and i'm like why would you show that that was stupid you ruined the movie i don't know why you would ruin that in the trailer Mm. i still i still agree with that part but um i definitely don't think it was as bad as i was expecting i didn't love it but um better than i thought it would be Mm. definitely had some entertaining moments in general, I'm not really a Sandra Bullock fan, and that's probably the biggest reason I don't really like it that much. I just don't think she's very entertaining for me, and I felt like everything she said just got no laughs in the theater. Like, oh really? Zero, zero out of a hundred for her jokes. So, how was your theater experience overall when you went to go see it? Like, was there a lot of people? I mean, there's there? probably like. 10 people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. G- given the weather where, where you are. Yeah. That makes sense for me, man. I got to say like for, for my reaction, I, I, I think this movie was great. Like this is probably one of the best like hidden gems so far of uh, 2022. Um, I, I, I will declare, I will declare it probably is better than uncharted, which is not good for uncharted. It is 100% better than uncharted. Like absolutely. Um, when was the last, but not quite as good as jungle cruise. I'll, I'll put jungle cruise. Oh this yeah. One. Jungle. Cru- are, are we, are we throwing Jumanji into the mix there as well? <laughs> I mean, you're the one that hates the rock. So I'll I, side. I do not hate the rock. He's, he's a fine man. He's, he's a very nice. You don't, you don't want him to slap you. <laughs> No. You might not recover from that one. I if, if there is any celebrity out there who I would never want to be on their bad side, it would be The Rock. Like He's so powerful physically and generally. Not even just his the physicality, like his his physical being. Like it, it's it's kind of like having the one friend and you you never want to get on their bad side because when you are, it's like the worst thing in the world. Because you've pissed off like the nicest, most the most kindest human being that you can ever meet in your entire life. Like I would never want to be on the Rock's bad side. Well, unfortunately, Vin Diesel is, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta say for Sandra Bullock, I I actually think the last movie I saw her in was Bird Box, and that was 
ages ago. Oh yeah, that was rough. But okay, Bird. I liked Bird Box for what it was for a Netflix. There's movie. never been there's never been a worse popularity to quality ratio for a movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> It was not good enough to be that popular just because everybody was in the pandemic at home. That's all it was. Wait, was when did Bird Box come out? That didn't come out during the pandemic. Was, was it? No, that was. Wait, let's look this up. <laughs> Bird. Bird Box did not come out during the pandemic because I was. No. 2018. 20. Okay. That makes more sense. I was like, I, I, I knew exactly where I was. Well, that makes even less sense. I don't know how it was so popular just because it was on Netflix. I, I think it, it was just one of those movies that kind of took by storm. It's, you know, it's, it's like people watching Bridget, Bridgerton or Stranger Things or what was Netflix's like first, like really big hit uh, series. Uh, Orange is the New Black, I believe. I think it was just one of those movies because I can't, I can't recall watching Netflix movies as much in 2018 as I do now, I don't. I maybe it was just because I was watching more TV, but yeah, um, <laughs> Bird Box was definitely. I I don't know. It was just one of those movies. But uh, back to the Lost City uh, for my initial reaction. I I I had a blast with this movie. Um, I was not expecting it to be this good uh, when I went to my um, my screening here in town. Um, my audience ate it up. They loved it. Like critics, non critics, everyone was just having a good time and honestly it's been a while since well maybe even this year since probably like february which honestly wasn't that long ago but between like this and like let's say jackass forever like those are probably the two best um probably the two best like laughing experiences i've had i've had this year just because people were just having a good time you know it, it i mean this movie is very surface level it's not a very um there's not a lot of heavy meaning or like you don't need to have like a high intellect or anything to understand what's going on. It's just a really fun, crazy popcorn flick. It's, it's schlock. Just like what she writes. <laughs> schlock. And, and actually like, I mean, for Sandra Bullock, I do like with her character, how she is a link, like a very high intellect linguist when it, when it comes to her uh, writing her novels and you kind of, I mean, you kind of see the writing process a little bit, but I mean, you got to take that with a grain of salt because this is probably one of the most ridiculous movies you'll ever see in your entire life. But that doesn't, I don't think that stops it from being um, entertaining, which is, you know, what movies really set out to be, you know, there are the movies that are more of like an art form. Um, but this is just, one of those movies that it 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 just makes you smile all, all together, and I, I really really enjoyed that, one hundred percent. But did you have anything else you wanted to throw in before uh, we get into spoilers here? Yeah, let's get into spoilers because the first thing I want to mention is a spoiler. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for the Lost City again. That is your second spoiler warning for The Lost City. So if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it in theaters and then come back to the podcast and listen to us talk more about this movie. You know, did, did we like it? Did we hate it? I don't know. But there's one thing I think people aren't really liking right now, Devin, and that is the box office. Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum's uh, Lost City takes down the Batman with a $31 million debut. That's crazy. It's crazy to think about. I mean, this is from uh, opening weekend. So it's, I don't know. What, what do you think? Pretty about good. 
Yeah, that is actually pretty good. <laughs> That's and, it, and it had, a, had didn't have bad CGI like Uncharted. <laughs> Definitely helped. It really is bad that we were comparing this to Uncharted. It's like, you know what? I like the Lost City a, a lot more. Silly, a silly Sandra Bullock rom com is better than Uncharted. That's that's the state of yeah, state of Sony right now. But um, the, the first thing I wanted to mention was Brad Pitt. Like, why is he in the trailer? That would have been so cool if he did, if he didn't know he was in the movie. That would have been hilarious. I'm I'm actually okay that he was in the trailer. I do agree it would have been a nice surprise, but like I don't think it really took anything away because his. Character- his character was so short-lived and I love how they, you know, how he, at least out of nowhere, what was, it was like something trainer. Yeah. I definitely saw the death coming. As soon as that camera <laughs> angle, I was like, Oh, his head's gone. <laughs> but man, there, there's, there are so many moments in this movie. It just made me laugh. I think the number one thing is when they they get into like the small little like teal buggy car, um, Sandra Bullock and uh, Channing Tatum, <laughs> they're spinning around and she's still stuck in the chair. She's in the back seat. Yeah, being being like wheel, wheelbarrowed <laughs> out in the chair was pretty funny. <laughs> but like when Channing Tatum, like he stops the car because uh, they're getting away from Daniel Radcliffe's men. And I want to talk about him for sure. But um, <laughs> he thinks she like has flown out the car window and he just looks like he's playing like this like Channing Tatum is playing like the super dumb yet fun type of character that you can't just help but love. But of course, as we see in the movie, everyone's attracted to him and it's, it kind of makes it harder to, you know, that kind of people tend to overlook other qualities of him, which is hilarious, (laughs) which is hilarious by, by every single meme that I can think of. But man, oh man, I, um, the I will say uh, for the pacing, I feel like I think the pacing was good, but I feel like the movie was a tad too long because it doesn't really start becoming a rom com like a romantic comedy really until like the last like what 40, 30 minutes of the movie. It's kind of with Channing Tatum and excuse me with uh, Sandra Bullock's character. You know they start to develop feelings for each other, but it's I feel like it is more of a comedy and, and, and it feels like that that part just didn't really make sense to me because she says in the beginning she's a i think she called, she was a sapi, sapiosexual i've yeah. heard of it before but someone who's attracted to intellect and knowledge mm-hmm. but then she falls in love with <laughs> dash who is the yeah. opposite of that hey man you, you, you can't you don't control who you're falling in love with so i guess i guess it is what it is i think i think that leech scene had something to do with this <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> It's sucking on me like a java juice. Oh, ooh, that was crazy. But um, really quick, I wanted to talk about Daniel Radcliffe's character. I think he um for you know, it's I mean, he he's been in a lot of things. You know, it's really hard for people to, you know, uh not associate him with Harry Potter as much anymore. But it it I mean it's always, you know, it it is a part of his DNA. His Yeah, this is like the second movie he's done where he's just kind of the like the cartoon over the top bad guy. He was also in Now You See Me Too, like the same type of character. It's an interesting choice. It's kind of kind of just an easy one to go for, just the like the cartoonishly evil bad guy. Yeah. I think it works though. For for him in this movie, I really do think it works because I think the last movie I saw him in was Guns Akimbo. And I was like, wow, that was that was interesting. That was a very interesting. I remember we we covered that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What was it? That? that was 2020. Oh my gosh. Ugh, 
the pandemic was real. <laughs> we were like, yeah, let's 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 review this. Uh, and he was in Playmobil the, the movie. He was. He was. Um, yeah, I I really just like how even from like anyone from the cast of Harry Potter, it's they you know they're not you know they're not in these super super big movies as much anymore um well outside of uh emma watson for um well uh, greta gerwig's little women in 2019 but you know, they kind of just you know they, they just pick roles that they think that are interesting and the roles they think that they'll have fun with and i i really i i kind of admire that like there's not a lot of pressure on them to kind of you know, be like in the, in a Marvel movie. And I know a lot of people are talking about Daniel Radcliffe wanting to be in, um, in Wolverine or as play as Wolverine because of his height and whatnot. But I mean, he seems to be interested in it, but overall, like you said, you know, he, he's that devil's devilishly like over the top cartoon, uh, evil character that kind of just, you know, the, the mustache twirly character who's, who's, you know, half goofy, half serious. And, you know, starts to kind of go on a little bit of a mental breakdown and his, his family drama <laughs> was really, really funny as well. So I, I think that was, uh, I think it was a nice touch to Adam. And I think it's this very nice cast overall. What did you think of um, Sandra Bullock's uh, best friend? The, um, the uh, like PR, PR the, person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought she was fine. I think, yeah. I think for me, the one who stole the show was like um, the assistant, the random assistant they had. Oh, I thought she yeah. had a couple of great lines. When she yeah. calls she calls the grandma a slut. That was, that was really the gra- the grandma was like living life on the edge. Let me tell you, man, it, it's <laughs> it's some crazy stuff. But yeah, I do agree. Um, I was. Looking- I wanted to I wanted to discuss um, Channing Tatum for a little bit because I feel like mm-hmm. this is like he's kind of similar in the same vein to John Cena for me, where when he's in comedic roles, that's where he shines the most. That's where he's mm-hmm. at his best. Because obviously, Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street were just amazing, hilarious movies. Mm. Um, he also was in Free Guy briefly, oh, yeah. uh, amongst some other things. But I mean, when he's when he's in this comedic role, he he just nails it. He's got the timing down, and he's that's just where his, his wheelhouse is. So I hope he continues that. I've never seen any of the Magic Mics. I don't know if those are either. any good, but I don't know if Dog's good. It looks. Uh, Looks pretty generic, but yeah, I was going to ask you if you've seen Dog, um, but I did want to touch on what you were talking about with um, you know the comedic roles of Channing Tatum because I feel like especially nowadays he's really honed in on those skills when it comes to uh, to the comedic uh, aspect of everything, and I mean I I think it's I I think it works for him you know like I mean I it, it's almost as if you know, he's kind of just taking the same route as like Ryan Reynolds, you know, they, they know what they are and they, you know, it's there. It's not like they're actively seeking these, you know, super over dramatized roles and whatnot. And they're kind of just going through the motions, having fun with what they, you know, what they're given with. And that's about it. Um, I was actually trying to look on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience and tomato meter, but it is not popping up for me at all on my phone and or on my computer. But if you're able to <laughs> look that up, let me know, because I wonder if there's something wrong with uh, this page for Rotten Tomatoes. It's very interesting uh, to see it not, it's displaying zero reviews and no ratings. I'm like, well, it's been out for a while, but um, yeah, it's showing zeros. Hmm, that's very interesting. Very, very interesting. 
But um, yeah, overall, uh, did you have any other uh, last spots, pretty much final thoughts before we kind of close down out here? Gotta, gotta give a shout out to Oscar Nunez. Yeah. It's always always a pleasure seeing some office alumni pop up here and there. It's been a while. It has been a while for him. Okay, but Brad Pitt coming back towards the end. That was hilarious. Like, but then, I, like, nothing really happens. No, nothing really happens to them at all. Nothing. Nothing at all. It, it kind of sucks, but, it, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I think my biggest negative of this movie, and, and it's kind of unfortunate because there's, there's really not much to talk about because – it is a comedy, so it's very surface level, you know. I mean, the story is going to be the story and whatnot. It really is more just about the performances. But I will say the uh, the script was actually written very well for this. It kept me engaged, you know, a lot of laughs, a lot of, uh, you know, chuckles and whatnot. But um, I think the, the biggest downfall for me uh, was probably just the runtime. I feel like they could have done without the romantic comedy vibe. And this could have been like an easy hour and 30 minute. Um, film. Yeah, the romantic part just doesn't make sense to me. Just there's, there's no really reason for them to be together at the end. Yeah. I mean, you know, unless we go back for Lost City too. Sure, they will. <laughs> hey, I'll take that over a second Uncharted movie, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. But yeah, let's uh, you know, let's go ahead and wrap up here. You know, this is just more of a short episode for you guys. Sorry about that. It's just it's been a long day, and you know, there's just there's not too much to talk about here, which is very very. Um, I can't say if that's a good or a bad thing because, like I said, it's a comedy. There's just not a lot of. Uh, there's really not a lot of character development as well. They kind of just, you know, they're going through the mills. It's more of like a big rescue mission and it's, it's over the top, silly, fun entertainment. Um, but I, I do congratulate the um, directors for, for creating such a, a, a fun movie and a, a hidden gem for sure. Uh, just because I feel like this uh, movie's flying underneath a lot of people's radars. Um, but if you're looking for a good laugh, it, it is definitely one of, uh, it is a great family flick. Um, you know, if you're just looking for something to do on a Saturday afternoon, uh, hop into the theater and go see it. it it's, it's amazing. So, um, I guess I'll give, uh, for ratings here. Um, I'll, I'll give this one. I forgot. Actually, I don't think I put it on letterbox yet. I, I would give this one like three stars. Like I, I think like a solid, come on. <clears throat> Um, I would give it like a solid like B, uh, just for comedic effects. I mean, it did its job of what it wanted to do. Uh, it knows what it is. You know, it doesn't try to take itself too seriously. Um, and it's just a very self-aware film that anyone can enjoy. So, Devin, what about you? What's your score? Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it like a like a sixty-one. I mean. Definitely better than I thought it was going to be going in mm. and better than Uncharted. But yeah, I mean, had some issues. Don't love Sandra Bullock. I feel like her character just was kind of posting throughout. But um, <laughs> there, was some, there was a few funny moments here and there. I actually saw this with my, with my parents, took them to go see it. Might as well. Yeah. It's definitely a mom type of movie. Yeah. I guess the one underlying thing would be for Sandra Bullock's character. It's because, you know, she was trying to get over the death of her husband and kind of, you know, just being a little bit more so of a hermit here and there and trying to break out of that for her was probably very, very difficult. So, um, but yeah, that's like probably one thing I could think about of, you know, a, a deeper message for the, uh, for this movie, but that's, that's pretty much it. So, that concludes our episode here of The Lost City here on the Film Optics Podcast. Again, thank you, Devin, for always coming on. 
you know, really could not do the show without you, man. So we, we do appreciate, or I do appreciate, excuse me. We, <laughs> there's only two of us, <laughs> but, um, man, what might be coming up in the podcast? You might ask. So as of this recording, if you're listening to this, our, uh, Oscar reaction, uh, episode should be up um, and rolling and ready to be listened to. Uh, we also are going to be covering uh, Moon Knight when that hits on Wednesday, March 30th. We'll probably drop that on Thursday just to kind of give us a little bit more of wiggle room, but we're going to be recording that on Wednesday for sure. Uh, we have our X movie review that is out right now, as well as our Turning Red and the Adam Project review that is out on the podcast as well. And we'll be closing out our Hunger Games franchise revisited series um sometime in april um so we'll be definitely doing that for you guys end of an era there uh for that uh franchise for sure and always make sure if you do anything if you take anything away from this episode it's to share an episode or share this episode with a friend um in need uh, whether it be a mother or brother your lover whoever it may be make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need so that pretty much wraps up today's episode and we will see you guys next time have a great start to your week and that's a wrap for today everyone thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show follow us on apple Podcasts and spotify leave us a five-star rating over there and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know that was Devin. my name is christian and we'll see you guys in the jungle Peace.